The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, Creepers? Welcome back to another episode of History Creeps. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Johnny Townsend. Hello, hello. I am mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And Carter Johnson. And I actually know what movie that's from, and I can't remember it now. It's not Wall Street. It's... uh. No, it's like news, it's r- news something room, Newsroom? News? news uh, something like that. Yeah, Newsroom is the one with Jeff Daniels on HBO, isn't it? The, the TV show. Oh, probably. It's like news something. I know, yeah. That guy, that guy like died before the movie came out, I think. That's happened a lot, dude. I've, yeah, dude. You know, doing, watching a lot of movies recently and doing some podcasts with movies, like you look at stuff like, and you're like, oh, this guy ended up you know dying before it came out. You know what's great? You know what's great to go along with that? This is something that happened recently. So one day, Leia walked in at the very end of like Delta Force was it was on Amazon Prime, so I was watching it, and she walked in right at the end of the movie when they're you know getting on the on the plane and the plane is taken on, and she's like, "Oh, big plane!" And then you know the music starts and everything, and she's dancing in the kitchen, and she's like, "Daddy, what's this?" And I'm like, "Delta Force," you know, and she's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "Lee Marvin, who's that?" Chuck Norris. So now. My kid, my kid, who is four years old and Lee Marvin's been dead for 35 years, is walking around going, who's in Delta Force? Lee Marvin, Chuck Norris. <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's immortality, yeah. right? That's yeah. it right there. It yeah, it is. it is. It is. It is. My, it kid, is. my kid's never going to meet the guy, you know, but here she is walking around saying, Lee Marvin, <laughs> Lee Marvin, you know? Isn't it, isn't it wild how you can... When somebody just randomly walks into a room when you're watching something, they always it never fails walk in at a part where you could be embarrassed by what's happening on the TV. Uh, <laughs> I remember um, when uh, I haven't seen the new season yet, but I love the show. Uh, what we do in shadows, you know, is based on the movie. Yes, the yeah, I just so was funny. watching the. I'm watching. I just started that because I've not really been watching it. So. I watched the third episode this morning. Matter of fact, yep. the one where the werewolves first come in. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. yes. And he so smells anyway, it okay. on the bush. His bushes yeah. of all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First of all, go watch the movie because the movie is freaking incredible. I was just but, saying that too. I was like, I got to see the movie that this is based on. Well, yeah, the movie is. Taika Waititi touches. Is yeah. Gold, yes. Man. Yes. I mean, I'll, he's he's quickly become a, a guy who, if he's re- on, if his name's on something, I have to see it. You know, it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so the movie's fantastic. So of course I get the show a try. I love the show. It's it's really really funny. Heck but yeah. like I I was watching the first season. I was binging it, and everything was fun. Like none of it was stuff that I would have been embarrassed about. But then <laughs> there's literally one episode that's all about an orgy, and <laughs> of course that's when my mom decides to come into my room to talk to me. Is when this orgy is happening. I don't, <laughs> dude. I don't know. In this third episode of the first one, where he shows his garden, dude, and he shows the one oh, that's yeah. his mother. I think if he said "and my mother's" and your mom walked in at that time, that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> you might be right. So, <laughs> orgy was very so much in your face. Have you though. guys? Do you guys watch it on in this vein, Johnny? Just to let you know, you're not alone. Uh, do you guys ever watch the Graham Norton show? No. I know what it is, though. I know what it is, but he's the guy. He's the guy that'll have three guests on at once, and they'll stay on the whole show, right? And he's hilarious. So the show ends up being so funny. Yeah. But one time he had on, um, what's the guy's name? Jon Snow, Kit Harrington, the guy that plays Jon Snow, and it was like it was like after the show had ended and everything, Um, and Graham Norton's like, "Do your have your parents ever watched the show?" And he's like. He's like, they didn't watch it at first. He's like, and they tuned in. He's like, my mom decided to watch it during the episode 
or on the episode where I'm in the cave and perform oral sex on the woman who's now my wife. He's like, and my mom calls me up and she's like, yeah, sorry, love. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it anymore. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and then he's like, but I convinced him later on, you know, to go back and, and, and give it a shot. He's like, and it just so happened that they tuned in on the episode where I died. So after that, Spoiler. my mom was like, sorry, sorry, honey. I'm not going back to it. Jeez. Oh, man. Well, well, I think it kind of leads us into this direction before we get on to the, to the meat of the show. What Do we have any uh, recommendations, recommendations or additions? You know, I'll just make words up. Uh, for our creepers out there, for them creepy viewing, creepy yeah. viewing. Yeah, I have Good. one. Go for it. You go. I first. say the one you just said. I mean, honestly, in, uh, if you haven't been watching what we do in the shadows, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. It's very, very funny. And I haven't uh, even seen it. Haven't seen the movie. Don't watch the show. Not really my thing. Oh, Carter, you'd like it. You, I think I you like, really dig I like, it. I like my horror to be horror. I don't necessarily like it to be comedy. I think you dig that's it. Where we, that's where we are. I don't know, man. No, you no, like, no, you, no, no. You like they live, no, see, right? No, that, that's, well, that's why I love that Johnny is watching it because <laughs> the comedy is a good, like, gateway for, you know, the horror. If we can get Johnny to watch what we do in the shadows, maybe we can get him to watch Idle Hands. Oh man, we can all wish for a lot of things. You know, well, no, uh, Johnny would love. See, that's the thing. You tell Johnny what it's about, and he'd be like, "Oh shit, that sounds." It's about a guy. It's about a stoner whose hand goes evil and starts killing people. Just his hand. I knew that. Just his hand. I've never seen it, but I'm Seth Seth Green. You would love that. Yeah, Seth Seth Green and Devin Sawa and Jessica Alba is the cute girl bass player that lives across the. It's so '90s, but God, it's funny. It's so funny. Oh man, oh man. Well, so right. you'd like you'd like what we do in the shadows, dude. All right, maybe I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah, just watch one of them and see what you think. Yeah. You're talking to the guy that doesn't like Return of the Living Dead, Chris. Remember Oof. Remember Oof. Sacrilege. Mm. Sacrilege. Never Please. Seen it. What are you Wait watching, Johnny? What right, do you so this, give us give it to us. This isn't necessarily at all creepy. Well, actually it's not remotely creepy, but I've loved it so much that I have to bring this up. And it's the only reason I cannot stress this enough. It's the only reason to get Apple TV plus. It's the only oh, reason that go. I've found. Here we go. And that's for a show called Ted Lasso. And I'd heard so many people talk about this show. I'm like Chris, where even if I don't want to admit it, if somebody just really, really keeps hyping up a show, it's so hard for me to even give it a chance. Right. Exactly. Uh, I do get that way. Uh, yep. So that's why I don't get mad at Chris for it. <laughs> you know, I do the same even thing. He still dude. frustrates me when I want him to watch something. No Tiger but, King. But I get it. I same get here, it. bro. Not for me, dude. But I get it. I get it. However, yeah. uh, sorry, guys. Trevor kept telling me, he goes, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I was like, I got so tired of it. And then I realized I actually had Apple TV Plus because I got a new cell phone not too long ago. So I have free access to it. I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. And uh, I watched the first one. I was like, well, that's pretty good. And then the second one. And before I knew it, I'd seen all that's out right now. Uh, it's, it's really funny, but I think the thing that really sells me on it is that this, all, all the characters are likable. All of mm-hmm. them. Uh, even the ones I think you're supposed to hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. All, all except for one. Uh, and they're all likable and they all, all uh, but the main guy, Ted Lasso, uh, Man, this will make you a Jason Sudeikis fan, I think. Uh, he's so good in this as this guy, but he just feels so genuine. Uh, and he, like, that's who he is, is how he's coming off on screen. That's how he feels. Like, when this guy goes through some sort of, of uh, you know, crisis in his life or something, like, you feel for him when he hurts, you hurt. When he when he's trying to make people feel better, you smile because it's kind of what he wants to do. Uh but man, uh, Ted Lasso cannot recommend it enough. Uh, the only reason, uh, get your free trial on Apple. Wait till the second season is completely out, which I think could be by October or something like that, and uh, get you a free trial of Apple TV Plus. Watch it, and then just don't go back to it until another season comes out. Unless something comes out that's good. I scoured that thing, and the only thing that was remotely interested me was a was Ted Lasso, and b was this new show that's called Heels. Have you guys heard of this? It's a wrestling. Show. Mm-hmm. It's like about wrestling. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Green Arrow, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's supposedly it's really really good. And I was like, okay, I'll watch this. But Apple TV Plus 
has this thing where it just lets other lets you pay more money to uh, get other programs with it. So I'd have to pay to get that, and I just wasn't going to do it. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, dude. <laughs> see, that's the thing what happened with Ted Lasso. I only see the two episodes, but then if I wanted to watch the rest, I have to pay the whatever it is. I'm like, man, I'm not ready to pay yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, but I do agree with you, dude. The first two episodes loved it immediately. You like the character. You see, you know, it, he's he's almost like the. Um, it's like when you watch Forrest Gump, you can't help but like the guy. And that's yeah. the thing is with Ted Lasso, you can't help but like him. He just seems like such a genuine character, right? Yeah, no, dude, I like it. And the other thing I like about it is that it takes place in England and it's a soccer team. So that's yeah. cool too. I See, enjoy that's the it. thing that tells me that it's good because I could on I no disrespect to people who love soccer, just not a sport that I know. Yeah. It's not one that interests me. Well, you're Ted Lasso. See, he's bringing yeah. American viewers yes. into the world it's through so his eyes because he has yeah. no clue what he's talking about or how the game truly works. And it's a cool way for for like you to understand it as well. You're kind of learning yeah. it with him. That's very true. So now, like, I've never been more interested in soccer than I've ever been before. <laughs> That's awesome. That's how I got hooked on Roller Derby. Was watching hey. Whip It. Yeah, that Roller movie, Derby. That movie Whip It, dude. That's yeah. that's how we got on Roller Derby. That's how I got that. hooked on Basketball. Is that yep. movie Basketball. And I think for a lot of us, Major League was why we cared about baseball back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, first of all, I got to plug Shutter again, dude. Like, every month, this thing just pays for itself. Like, I can't stress enough how much, if you like horror movies, how much Shudder is worth it. Um, so we've been watching that just, you know, like, Ellen's like, we need to justify the cost. We need to justify the cost. Yeah. So, like, she's been watching it like crazy. So the other night on, uh, on Friday night, we watched uh, Mosquito State, which is, uh, yeah, it's about this guy. It's Bo Knapp. I don't know if you guys you guys may not know mm-hmm. who that is. Yeah, uh, uh, he's the lesser of Bo Sleep. There you go. <laughs> Out of the park. Out of the park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's like this weird, angsty Wall Street analyst. And one day he just like puts these bowls of water all over his apartment and turns the heat on and lets mosquitoes like breed all over his apartment like it's really creepy and weird and like i don't know it was like it was like kafka man it was weird it was weird like reading kafka or like one of the reviewers called it kafka meets cronenberg which is probably that's pretty accurate dude it was dude it was creepy and weird but homie was so good like in know, the role, he was really good. Do you know anything about Cronenberg, Johnny? Uh, I know how to almost pronounce it. Bizarre. He's got. He's into bizarre kinds of. I've heard the name horror. Yeah, he um, remade. He's the guy that remade The Fly. Yeah, Johnny, the one with with Jeff Goldblum. Okay, all right. I am yeah, aware yeah. of that movie. There you go. Because I do know Goldblum. <clears throat> <laughs> well, that's probably like the most commercial. Cronenberg movie, yeah, would be the Fly remake. Yeah, like most yeah, people right? know, most, most people know that one, you know. Um, for me, I've been—I mean, I just been kind of going to my go-to's, the stuff that I, you know. Oh, you know what I've been watching? Now I've never seen all of these before. I've only seen them when I was a kid with my grandmother. So I think I told you this guy this before or not. I've started watching the Golden Girls again. Oh man. Okay. All right. This is dude. so weird. I, I recently rewatched it too. Look at how amazing. Dude, Still I'm gonna tell up. you right now. Yeah. It holds up. It does hold up. The writing is so witty, right? And then <laughs> like I was telling Aaron, like when I watch it, right? She's just like, Oh, you're watching this again. I'm like, it feels like I'm going to my grandmother's house. Like I'm re- yep. like I'm visiting my grandmother. And and then the other part of it is, is now I'm an adult. So I get all of these storylines and these themes. Yes. And I just think to myself, holy shit. Some of the stuff is seriously like racy cutting edge. Like the kind of stuff that they dealt with back then. I was some like, of it, wow. some of it was insanely like progressive for the time too. Yes. I mean, they, they like, brought, they brought like a uh, divorce, right? Yeah. Like, divorce, that was, like, almost AIDS, a taboo thing to talk about. And they would bring uh, it right up. Yeah, AIDS, homosexuality was. I mean, there was like so much. Stuff had, there was on an there episode that's... where Rose was dating a little person, 
And the jokes that were flying around, I was like, whoa, that wouldn't fly today, dude. That's kind of some of it was cringy. But dude, overall, the writing is great. These ladies are amazing. And then I just can't believe how much I love Sophia, dude. I just love that old (laughs) lady, dude. I love her just how just whip smart she is. Like they'll say something, boom, she's got something for it right away. Or for stories. Fun fact, in real life, she was younger than uh, the one who played her daughter. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they yeah. said it took four and a half hours in the makeup chair every Oof. day for her. Yeah. Oof. I, yeah. I, I think you can tell who you are by like which Golden Girls your favorite. Well, you know <laughs> what's funny things? is like, Sophia. is what, what Chris just said is like, I feel like there's so much stuff where we can go back and watch it now. And like 90% of it is all good, but there's that 10%. It's like, like indic- it's yeah, because it's indicative of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. 100%. You know, yeah, hundred sure. percent. Uh, like the scene in Revenge of the Nerds that wouldn't fly yes, today. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's there's a bunch of stuff in Revenge of the Nerds that wouldn't fly today. You could remake the movie and and change that. You know what I'm saying? Some of those are. Some of it is. Well, that you could say the same thing for the yeah. Breakfast Club. That's you know? what I'm saying. It's all of these. I Here's mean, the there's I there's some of the Breakfast Club that's a little like not all of the Breakfast Club is cringy. Like the overall concept of you know everybody has their own fucking problems in high school. Like that's timeless and that's still true, no matter what. But like, yeah, some of that is like you just you would not be able to. Like nobody's gonna go see a movie about the Judd Nelson character nowadays, man. No, nobody so, cares. Like it's. <sighs> so here's the thing that I've I've noticed when I went back to watch Golden Girls because uh, I used to watch it when I was a kid too with uh, yep. with my parents and grandparents. <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, always love. I will always be a Rose guy. Love Rose. <laughs> She's just so funny to me. Uh, she will always be my favorite. But something I did notice. Uh, rewatching it was just, and I always like Sophia too, because she's just so funny. So those are my two favorites. But the other two are honestly freaking hilarious as well. And I just didn't notice that until I got old, till recently, because I, I could understand their jokes now. Because yeah, yeah, it went over yeah. your head. It went over your head back yeah, then. Dor- like you know, Dorothy. Good gosh, some of that biting responses she would have was are so funny. Uh man, but yeah, that's the one thing I did notice when I went back rewatching it. Was Blanche, like, yeah, you know dude. What? Some of Blanche's Blanche, one-liners yes. will make you blush. Like you're just like, yes. wow, yes. wow. Well, and that's what's funny is like the every one of the Golden Girls at some point says something that wouldn't fly today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's exactly. like, so well, that's what's great is that you can't point to one of them and say that's the most inappropriate, right? Because they're all right. inappropriate. You gotta dude. love it, dude. You gotta but love that's, it. But dude, that's how old people are, man. Yes, like yeah. that's the thing that that you they can't yeah. you can't rack on the Golden Girls because of that. Like no. people that do that obviously haven't spent enough time with older people because that's how they fucking are. But I also oh, think yeah. that there's like, an under I think there's also an understanding that if you're intelligent, okay, you understand what the times are, right? So you're not going to go back and say cancel it because it was the time. And if you cancel it, then you're just saying stuff like that didn't exist. And if you say that, then you're just doomed to repeat it. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, we're going to pull Huck Finn because it has. Yeah, no, that's still, and it's like, no, that's the point. That's the, if it makes you uncomfortable, then it's doing its job. It should make you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So I, I told you guys before we started recording, and I want to do this before we get into the meat of the episode. Yeah, you've uh, got had, a beef with YouTube. What's going yeah, on with I this? I got man? a tirade again. I think I brought this okay. up before, but it I don't like think you, even, I don't recall though. It's even worse now. Uh, this morning, I was like, I'm going to watch some YouTube videos before we get on here. <laughs> uh, and okay, all right. This video was eight minutes long. That's how long this video was. I started. I expect commercials at the beginning. That's no longer a big deal to me. Yep. And uh, you just used to it. And I was like, I'm fine with that. Yep. Uh, so those commercials go off. All right. Two minutes, less than two minutes into the video, commercial. Another less than two minutes, commercial. Another, there was in an eight minute video, because I was so irate, I counted this. There were uh, four commercial breaks in an eight minute video. It's YouTube is unwatchable. Stop it, YouTube. You're destroying like, yourself. They want you to like pay, the, dude. He sounds like the shop owner in friggin' signs. Remember, I've counted pay. 12 soda commercials. 12. <laughs> they want you to pay, 13. dude. 
Yeah, they want you to. Yeah, they want you to get the premium YouTube, man. Well, then you don't ever look up. at a commercial again. I agree again. with you, dude. I'm not paying for that shit. Do you YouTube remember when awesome it was? Because it's free. <laughs> We're the old people. Remember that? Remember back when yeah. there was no commercials yeah, exactly. on YouTube? Yeah, we are. We are now the old people. Yeah. yeah. You remember when MTV put music? <laughs> yeah, that's who we are. Uh, but uh, it just makes like. I am oh, I, honestly, dude, I, I am feel okay. You, I am, I am okay 100%. with a couple commercials to pay for your service. I get it. I expect that if I'm watching you for free, put some commercials on there at the beginning or maybe at the end. That does not upset me. But when there's an eight minute video and every freaking two minutes, I got to watch these commercials. And by the way, they're not ones you can always skip. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. And yeah. the, and I and another thing too is this also annoys me, and it's. Man, when they're they'll show like a trailer to something, uh, and I'll watch it the first time. Like the the uh, new trailer for um, Doom Patrol for the new season of Doom Patrol is when they're showing a lot, and I'll watch it the first time because I like that show. So I'll yeah. watch the trailer for the new season, uh, but then they'll go back and play it a lot. And this is a three minute long commercial, uh, and it I just can't do it, guys. I'm losing my mind. Uh, it's it's by far way worse than it's ever been before. I feel like they've added more commercials somehow. I have. Also, side note, if uh, we ever start putting this stuff on YouTube, I will take back everything I've ever said. <laughs> I'll just bleep all that out. Yeah, just bleep all that out because I want that YouTube money. I'll, I'll put them. Who's, who's YouTube's competitor? I'll, well, I'll put, I will go to YouTube myself and be like, you can put some commercials here. If you as long as your buddy's getting a piece of the pie. <laughs> Johnny oh, reminds me of that God. old, you guys remember that old Jay-Z thing from, I forget which album it's off of, but, oh, we want you to, we want you to go down to the children's hospital. Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we want you to come down to this county fair. Fuck you. Pay me. Like, <laughs> oh my what God, dude. I, yeah. Like. And I feel like it's worse when you're an artist. If you don't put a value on yourself, nobody else will. That's just that's right. I've exactly. That. That's the that's truth. right. All right, guys, you guys ready to get into this today? So this isn't a regular history creep story. Um, As you can tell from us ranting about other shit for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we've got basically there was something that came across my radar about a month ago, and I um I read the article. I was like this is the most bizarre thing I've ever read. And so I sent uh, it, you know, we have a group chat in Messenger and I sent it to the guys and said, you guys got to check this out. What do you think about doing a round table? And so we scheduled it for that, that next week's recording. Um, well, I don't remember what it was at that point. Maybe it was a weather thing or something happened with our schedules. And we said, you know what? It wasn't going to work out. So Johnny and I did that's odd. And the next time, oh, that's what it was. It was just scheduling things. Um, we're finally sitting down after a month of not being able to actually coordinate, you know, we've had some things come up, but I decided let's do this, you know, let's discuss this because this is still bizarre. And there have been some updates to this thing. You guys said you had read it when I sent it, but to um, basically to refresh you guys, I'm also going to be reading the entire article so that the uh, listeners can hear what it was that captured my interest. Yeah. It's not very long either. It's not a super long article. That's so. what she said. Oh, that's right. Um, she tells me that every day. <laughs> All right. So this, this comes um, from Riverfront Times. This was written by Daniel Hill. This is the headline. Not a shower. (laughs) Wild Elizabeth Cook saga grips internet sleuths in St. Louis and beyond. And then that's a thing right now, right? Since the internet, since the advent of message boards, uh, people who have always been interested in true crime stories and come across these things, they've created this kind of community of you know, working together to try to solve crimes. We discussed it when we talked about um, the uh, uh, what's his name, um, the Golden State Killer, because yes, that was yeah. kind of a thing with with uh, what's his name, Pat Oswalt's wife was one of one of these kind of internet sleuths. Yep. So here we go. What's been billed as an attempted car theft gone wrong in South St. Louis has rapidly spiraled into a viral story of crime and intrigue this week. One centered around drugs, stolen vehicles, looted storage lockers, and the mysterious circumstances surrounding the death of a 62-year-old man. A Facebook account under the name Elizabeth Cook posted two videos on August 6th showing a woman believed to be Cook as she she was confronted by a man whose car she was allegedly attempting to steal. 
I'm going to end up playing the, the video here so you can hear what happens between the man and the woman. The fuck? What? My friend sent me over here and told me that I could use this car because my car broke down. I'm so sorry. Is this not my car? What the fuck are you doing? What is this? I did, look, these were all in here, and this is- Yeah, it's my fucking car! Okay, I'm sorry, dude. I did not know that this was your car. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, just dip. Okay. Goodbye. Don't okay. touch nothing else. You're lucky I don't have my mom come out here. What are you doing? I got my purse right here. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of my shit. Look, can I just get my purse? No, you ain't getting shit. Look, dude, no, I'm so this sorry. is my I'm shit. I'm so sorry. I will call my friend right now. I don't and care. I fuck you. Get, get out of here. Look. Call the police. I'm so Call sorry. Call the police. Call the police. Let me get my purse. Get please. no. Get out of my vehicle. Look, 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 look. I'm not trying to steal anything. Just throw her shit. Just throw her shit. Let her just throw it across. Look, I'm not trying to cause any problems okay. to anybody or anything. Okay, just if stop talking. Known... Just stop talking. Just stop talking. I'm trying to tell him to just stop talking. If I would have known that this was an issue, I would never have came out here. I was out here during the day. Okay. Well, I never would have known. I never seen that stuff before. This is just clothes and my boyfriend's medication. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not... You're out here fucking breaking my column down and shit. I did not break it. It was already like that. I, I don't even know how to do that. Dude. You, I heard you out here starting it. Okay, how the fuck? I, I how do you... If I get out of here. Get out of here. Get, no. There's medicine Dad, in there. I don't care. Body. No. Dad, no. Dad, just throw her I'm shit. I'm asking you just nicely. Throw her I did not know. If I take, known... take your mask down. No, sir. Take your mask down. No, sir. You I'll give it to you. Take your mask down. But it wasn't Cook who uploaded the videos, says the man. She simply left her phone behind at the scene, which the owner of the car subsequently gained access to, and with it, Cook's social media accounts. That kicked off a whirlwind of changes to Cook's Facebook page. Soon, her bio was altered to indicate that she works at stealing. A parenthetical was added to the end of her name that reads car thief, and her cover image was changed to a stock image of a generic female burglar. In the days since, the car's owners, uh, whom we're going to call Jeff because he asked that we're not using, uh, we're to not use his name, tells the RFT that he also found a trove of messages in the Facebook Messenger app in which Cook appears to be openly discussing various crimes with a group of accomplices, most of them related to theft and drugs. Naturally, those were soon posted to Cook's Facebook page as well, attracting a deluge of attention from internet sleuths and other onlookers as the page was increase, has increasingly gone viral. Jeff says he has since turned the phone over to police, but not before saving as many details as he could about the alleged crimes. Since the initial incident, Jeff says he has heard from a couple of people in Cook's orbit. So this is what he says. Her fiance gave me access to the phone. He gave me permission to enter it. And what I did is I took as much information as I could out of it. And then when her sister said the phone was reported stolen, I went ahead and made sure I had access to everything and then handed it over to the police because I didn't want to be in the possession of stolen property. And soon, still able to access Cook's account, Jeff kept digging and posting in an attempt to help other people who may have been victimized reclaim their lost items. In addition to the phone, a bunch of credit cards and under various names had been left behind in Jeff's car, as well as someone's ID. Jeff says he has since reunited some of those people with their belongings. He says he also is able to find information about various other possible crimes and claims that he has since helped solve about five thefts. So just right there, I'm going to take a pause. Right there, that's crazy, right? This dude sees somebody's breaking into his car, decides I'm going to shame this person, catch it on film and bring it out there. So he comes out with his phone filming her and she's like, oh, no, I'm just kind of confused. You know, my car broke down. My friend said I could come get his car. And he also said I could break the steering wheel or whatever it is. Yeah, can we break? And this guy's not buying it, right? If you see if, if you've seen the video and as you can hear in the video, um, she keeps saying she's just going to go, but she needs to get her purse. It's in the car. And he won't let her. And and his girlfriend's just like, you know, just let her get her stuff. He's like, no, fuck that, dude. She's trying to steal. Just get out of here. You need to leave. And that's the thing. He ends up with her stuff and he gets access to the phone and he sees all of these crimes that she's talked about doing. But and he the, ends up helping get some of the people's stuff back because of it. Yeah. I feel like he's trying to make himself sound way better than what he is. <laughs> <laughs> just personally yeah uh, because technically and i'm not saying because i don't know any of these updates so i could be putting my foot in my mouth here mm -hmm. but uh just from what you've read so far i i had some red flags going off of my brain when i was reading this about this guy jeff yeah because uh, technically he's mad at her for trying for being a thief uh when he's he's no better not only is he a thief 
he's a snoopy thief. <laughs> well, you know? his snooping added to him finding a lot of these other things. No, I, I get right? it. I'm not saying nothing uh, bad came. I'm not saying yeah. nothing good came from it. Obviously, good stuff. If you're solving it's, crimes, came from it. It sounds like initially he wanted to get on her social media and and like shame her and say, "Look, yes. this is what yes. I am. This is what I did." And what about? And if I heard you right, her her fiance mm-hmm. said, "Sure, go ahead and do this." Mm-hmm. What? Why? <laughs> what kind of fiance is this? Well, these guys. Well, you know, it's there's no honor among thieves, is there? I guess not. They're just turning. Because I would assume the fiance would know at least a little bit what's going on with who they're about to marry. Well, think about this: if the fiance has a big hand in a lot of the crimes, right? And he's finding out, oh, she's about to take the fall for it. Hell yeah, go through her phone, find out, you know, post that it's her, so she takes the fall. Yeah, but it's going to drag them down at some point. True. Here's the kicker. But then Jeff says he found something that made him sick to his stomach. In a bizarre video that Cook shot on January 1st, she can be heard discussing a 62-year-old man named Bobby Phillips, whom she claims she had met only a few days prior after he spent 43 years in prison for murder he committed when he was 17. Um, Now, the RFT searched public record findings, finding arrests for uh, public records, finding arrests for burglaries and traffic crimes in Phillips' past, but no evidence that he ever faced murder charges. Just so you know. Meanwhile, uploaded from her phone to the cloud just the day before were photos of Phillips' social security card, birth certificate, and ID, as well as documents signing over his power of attorney to Cook and naming her as the sole beneficiary of his will. According to the power of attorney paperwork, Phillips was resigning at the same address as Cook at the same time. So here is the video of her talking to herself. My name is Elizabeth Cook. A week ago, I met a man who pulled my heartstrings very much so. A man who I did not know from Adam. I met him by chance. After meeting him, I left the person I was with when I met him, whom he was with. She had left him in the home that I've been staying in at the Eco Village. Eagle Village is a place for the less fortunate to go and have a roof over their head when needed. A place that opens up to the community and its people. The woman that mainly runs this property goes above and beyond for everyone that she meets. Upon coming to this property, I never left. That was in May. Last week, I met Bobby Phillips. Bobby Phillips had spent 43 years in prison for a murder that he committed when he was 17. He spent his entire adult life behind bars, going from one prison to the next and on. While in prison, he taught himself how to read. He taught himself how to write. He studied law for 30 years of the 43 that he was in prison. He was so good at it that he won 80 cases for a law firm outside of Chicago. He was on death row when he was first sentenced. He was so good at what he was doing that he got himself off of death row. He got all of his record pretty much cleared by working hard and studying the law. A little less than a year ago, Bobby was released from prison. He was supposed to have a job at that law firm in Chicago. However, with COVID, his chances of going there were taken away. He was sent to East St. Louis, where he stayed at a shelter for felonies, felons. When I met Bobby the second time, he was sitting in my living room. I had been out all night. So when I came home, I was surprised to see him sitting in the chair in the living room by himself with the dog. He didn't know where the refrigerator was. He didn't know where the heat was. He didn't know where anything in this house was. He didn't know that he could go upon himself and find it either. So upon me entering the room, I noticed that he's got aluminum foil to water the dog with the cook oven open that he had brought from downstairs 
upstairs to warm the room he was in. He didn't have any blankets or pillows. I immediately asked him if he had eaten. He told me no. So I went and got him some food because that's what you do. Not only did I give him food, I gave him a pillow and a blanket and I hung a curtain up so that way his heat could stay in the room. Over the course of the next couple of days, Bobby told me his story, which was a tragic story. Bobby was born to two parents who were cruel. They put him naked in a shed for the better part of the first nine years of his life. At one point, they put a body down there that he lived with while it rotted. At nine years old, he ran away. He ran the streets on and off until he was 13. At 13, he met a black woman. The black woman took him in. She later adopted him. So a photo of a form purportedly from the Hoffman Funeral Home in Granite City, which Jeff uploaded to Cook's Facebook, uh, indicates that Bobby Phillips died on January 1st, 2021, the day she made the video. Two days after naming Cook in his will and giving her power of attorney. Jeff was shocked. Initially, he says that he'd just been shaming this person through her social media while also trying to reconnect some people with their stolen items, but he feared he'd just uncovered something far more sinister. He says, I looked at the timestamp. It was taken the day he died. There are other videos from that day. I'm sick to my stomach. Um, the RFT has been able to confirm that Phillips died at an Airbnb in North St. Louis where Cook was staying. A St. Louis police spokeswoman tells the RFT that officers had responded to a call at the location, but declined to say more, citing an open investigation. The spokeswoman says police are also looking into the theft allegations, but again, declined to provide any additional details. Since the revelation that there have been a mysterious that there has been a mysterious death in Cook's orbit, things have kicked into overdrive, with hundreds of internet sleuths digging into the matter, many comparing the whole affair to the Netflix docuseries Don't Fuck with Cats. Either of you guys see that show? No. Yes. I didn't see it. I, I, is it I, I didn't want to see it because I just didn't want to see anything happen to cats. I didn't, like, I didn't exactly I didn't don't, want to see anything happen you to don't, cats. You don't you don't see I don't know. Like, I don't even want to hear about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even want to hear it. It's about all those, you know, pretty much you hear a lot about people who turn into serial killers, kind of start doing stuff to animals at the beginning. Yeah. And this is just, that's kind of part of it. But the, but there, it's way more about the killings that that person did. So here you go. The story has since gone fully viral as these online communities seeking to find more answers about Bobby Phillips' death grow larger and larger. Cook, meanwhile, has spent the past several days behind bars in jail in Illinois. Uh, Macoupin County Assistant State's Attorney Jordan Garrison tells the RFT she was arrested for possession of a stolen vehicle and meth. She's being held on $25,000 bond during a video court appearance on Wednesday. She requested a public defender. It wasn't immediately clear if the attorney was assigned. So this was all in August. Um, August staffers tell RFT that Cook is aware of what's happening with her social media accounts, but not to the extent that it has gone viral. For Jeff's part, he says he's just hopeful that revelations that he found on her phone can lead to some clarity regarding the deaths. So that's where that article ended. And then there was an update. This comes from KMOV uh, News Channel 4 out of St. Louis. This was on August 31st, this update. You ready? News 4 checked out court records in Peoria, Illinois, where Phillips lived and found convictions for burglary and unlawful use of a firearm. Again, there was no murder there. One of Phillips's daughters, who asked to remain anonymous, said her father was never convicted of murder and didn't have the traumatic childhood experiences that Cook spoke about in the video. So his daughter is saying, quote, she's a liar and she's intentionally trying to make herself look better because that's definitely not how he grew up. In the later post, there appears to be a form pertaining to Phillips's cremation at the Hoffman Funeral Home in Granite City. A staffer at the funeral home confirms Phillips's remains were there and that he had been at the St. Louis morgue for a long time before being sent to them. Um, he wasn't cremated until March 14th. They said Phillips's body was sent to them after no one claimed his remains. So she's powers of attorney. She should have claimed his remains, right? So they cremated him as part of a partnership they have with local charities. 
Elizabeth Cooks claimed Phillips's ashes, according to the funeral home, and left an address with them that matches the documents uploaded to Facebook. So she got the ashes. The medical examiner's office confirmed that Phillips's body was there from January until March and said his death, death was ruled an accident with underlying heart conditions being exacerbated by methamphetamines. The death occurred just days after Phillips changed his will to name Cook as the beneficiary. That was that part of the, the update that I saw. Now, here's this final update. Again, coming from KMOV News Channel 4. This was September 1st, 2021. So just days ago, this is more info that came out. The police report, uh, a police report states that officers were called to a sudden death on 5155 Kensington on January 1st, 2021. When they arrived, Cook told them that she had stopped talking to Phillips and went upstairs to grab something when she heard a loud thud-like sound. Cook said she went back downstairs to investigate and she found Phillips lying on the kitchen floor. She called 911. The responding officer reported finding Phillips on the floor with his head facing towards the back door and his feet facing towards the kitchen sink. The officer said he saw no signs of physical trauma to Phillips and did not find any illicit drugs on him. When a medic arrived at the home, the officer said they told him Phillips had a slight pulse. The first responders attempted to start life-saving medical procedures, but Cook stopped them, stating, quote, he did not wish to be resuscitated, and she provided EMS with the paperwork that showed she had power of attorney over Phillips. So Cook told the officer she was made power of attorney just days before. She also reportedly told him Phillips had given everything he had to her in his time of death. The medical examiner released uh, Phillips' body to Cook after the officer told her that there was no drugs found and no markings were located on his body. Two days after Phillips' death, a second medical examiner took custody of the body um, after Michael's funeral home crew said they spotted Cook and another person doing drugs when they went to pick up the body. Medical examiner advised he was also got a tip stating Cook was bragging about getting a large amount of money from his death. Uh, they told the officer he was classifying Phillips' death as suspicious. So there's that piece. Here's the last piece. So you remember how they, they lived together in that home? Yeah. Yes. Listen to all of this. Listen to how that comes about. In early 2020, Cook was just another guest booking the Airbnb at 5155 for three weeks. To the woman who owned it, her last name is Jazz. Let me see what's her first name here. All that. You're right. It is all that jazz. No, actually, even better. This woman is known as Mama Jazz. All right. So... um. Cook rented the, the, the Airbnb for three weeks. Even so, Jazz says she's soon to regret it. She said, quote, we're a victim of Elizabeth's shit, too. And that really sucks because we're a community organization that feeds people and helps people in times of need. We're really not connected to her. So at first, Cook seemed OK, although some of her behavior seemed odd. Jazz said she hoarded boxes full of makeup along with headphones and other electronics. Cook told Jazz that she was a dumpster diver and her business was to find thrown out items and resell them. She would say, oh, I'm going to clean them up and sell them online. But I was like, dude, this is trash. Around Christmas, Cook was still in the Airbnb when Bobby Phillips and another man Jazz knew only as JR showed up at Eco Village. That's the name of the place that she has as an Airbnb. Like a lot of the unhoused people in the area, Bobby and JR made use of the nonprofit's food, share and shower. She says, quote, the two older men pulled our heartstrings. They had just gotten out of jail. It's the middle of winter. Yeah, you guys can crash on the couch, I said, not realizing what all would come later. The Airbnb was upstairs in the house, and the eco village allowed people in need to use the first floor. Jazz isn't exactly sure how Cook and Phillips connected to each other, but Phillips was known to hang out on the first floor. On January 1st, Jazz says she saw flashing lights outside the house and went to see what happened. In the Airbnb, Phillips was head on his uh, dead on his back in the middle of the room. Jazz says that Cook claimed Phillips had knocked on her door and then fell dead upon entering the room. Cook's behavior struck Jazz as strange. She didn't seem all that concerned for Phillips. She didn't even seem that worried at all. According to Jazz, the woman now known to followers of the Facebook saga as Gypsy Jen was also on the premises hiding in a bedroom. So she was hiding in the bedroom basically when, when Jazz went in there. Uh, with the lights going as the police and the EMS began to leave jazz asked them why they weren't taking Phillips's body with them. They blamed COVID protocols. So she said, this is what jazz says. Jazz says, well, regardless of COVID, this is suspicious. At that point, she said, Elizabeth popped up and said, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it because I'm power of attorney. 
Given that Cook and Phillips had just met days before, Jazz says she was suspicious when she heard Phillips had supposedly signed over power of attorney to a new acquaintance. She looked at Cook, then to the police. This doesn't seem weird to you at all, she asked. Apparently it didn't. The authorities left Phillips' body in the Airbnb, leaving it to Jazz to make arrangements for the body to be taken away by a funeral home. A St. Louis police spokeswoman confirms that the officers responded. Um, they were asked about theft allegations tied to Cook, and they were told they couldn't. They can't comment. Obviously, it's still an open investigation. Eventually, Jazz says the police retrieved the body. She said the St. Louis Medical uh, Examiner Office confirmed the body was there from January until March, which we learned er earlier. So here's the next thing. Jess then attempted to evict Cook from the Airbnb, but she refused. At first, trying to claim squatters' rights, then relying on the city's eviction moratorium. As January turned into February, random dudes who clearly looked like drug addicts became a constant presence at the Airbnb. Jess says, it was always me having to go down there every day telling people to get out of my house. One night, she corralled as many of Eco Village's volunteers as she could to go to the Airbnb and kick out a large number of people. Another time, she said she walked into the Airbnb and saw blatant hard drugs going on. She said she had two rules in her Airbnb, no violence and no hard drugs. Um, she continued to try to evict Cook, she says. She told the police department, I'm pretty sure they killed this dude in that house. Still, nothing happened. Eventually, enough calls had been made to the police about Cook that they were able to remove her on the grounds of her being a nuisance. Uh, additionally, Jess says she turned the power off to the house. So. Right now, she's in jail because she got busted on a, on a stolen vehicle and methamphetamines. But in the meantime, these are all the things that have happened. This mysterious death of this guy who's just kind of got meth in his, in his system and fell to the ground. And then they had to cremate his body. So you can't really go back and do any kind of investigation on that. Oh, man. All right. So, <laughs> well, sounds like the uh, police department may have dropped the ball on this one, man. Big time. Like, or, I mean, I, what I think this is what I think happened. Like the police show up and there's just all this commotion and chaos going on. And they're like, I just don't want to deal with this. It's COVID. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but the one thing that really frustrates me about this story. And I just literally, as you were Jeff. reading it, I went back. <laughs> yes. Jeff, of course. <laughs> uh, I went back reading the, or looking this up. There's not many actual different news sources for this. Um, which is really strange to me because this support uh, reportedly went viral. So why was it on social? Like, yeah. Yeah. So why can't I find this on like uh, any of the bigger news sources? It's really strange to me. It is really strange. Yeah. Um, Cause when was it? It was March when, when she tried to break into that guy's car and he started posting about it. Right. Yeah. You're right. Why, why well, are then, there now no I remember seeing this video in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come across my Facebook feed. And that's the thing, too. Like, there's so much happening in the world right now, right? And, and so I think you're right, Johnny. This is one of these kinds that make you sit up and say, ooh, everybody's watching this, and there's this, there's this thing that's happening where internet sleuths are, are uh, they're involved now. And it feels like, um, I don't know. It feels like something that we're not going to see in the news, but we're going to see it's going to be a, a Netflix documentary like next year and be like, oh, how come I never heard of this? Right. Because like how many of those do we see where we're like, how come I never heard of this when this was happening? Yeah. 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 This does. This does smell like a Netflix doc coming <laughs> soon. Unless uh, this is crazy, crazy, crazy viral marketing super early. Um, yeah. You know, it's bizarre, dude. It is absolutely bizarre. And that's the thing. Like, this dude, there's no question. Like, there's no investigation. It, was it just accepted that he was an ex-felon and he just got into drugs again? Or, you know what I mean? Could yeah. Be. Could wow. Be. And then that's, uh, that's even more. And, and why, was, why is there, why the lies about him being in prison, too? For murder, for this, at least. For this yeah. murder, yeah. For, for what, did, what did she say, 43 some, years or something? Some murder, yeah, something in there. So the video, yeah, the videos are, are bizarre as well. The fact that she decides, okay, let me film myself talking about this guy on the day he dies. Like, what's the point to filming yourself? And because she's in prison right now, or she's arrested right now for, you know, that the, the car theft and the meth thing that's happening, you know, I think they said they're not doing too much because they're still investigating. And if they are, you know, she's not going to have anyone come in yet to say what's going on, but I well, really want to hear her side. I want to know why she filmed that on the day of. What was the, the and, idea? And what's the point of even having power of attorney for a guy like that? And what's she even know? Because it kind of sounds like she's just 
always on the meth, right? Like it's just she's addicted to <laughs> she's it. She's always on the meth. <laughs> she's always on the meth. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, try not to make light of it because obviously a lot of people have drug yeah. problems. Yeah. Uh, at, at the very least, if there's any truth to this, I would dare say she needs help with that. At the very least, but yeah, it's. Just, I don't know, man. This is a uh, if, and that's all- the part. That's part of it. The only part of it that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't know right if she's him, on he, meth. From him, from what Chris has been, te- from what Chris told us, that's the only part that, like, you can say, okay, well, she got power of attorney to try and get this guy's dough, but like, this isn't, this isn't some, you know, Bill Gates rich dude. And she's yeah, well, she's right? like, she, what is she getting out of this? She said something about getting a you bunch know? of his money, so he must have money somewhere. How does a guy who's been in prison supposedly for forty three years have all this money? Who knows? And he's got daughters, so what? He's not gonna. Well, yeah, she probably changed his will. See, but for what reason? Stuff. Like for what purpose? That's what we need to find out. You know, I'm that's the part hearing. that doesn't make sense. And that's what to to what you were saying, Johnny. I don't know if she's uh addicted to meth or on meth like she was caught with it right so maybe she's a dealer from what you've read a lot of people have seen her doing it right like they call doing hard uh, drugs yeah yeah so i mean it might not be meth but it's something yeah yeah seriously yeah and that would maybe that's my brain trying to help explain why she's kind of acting uh in ways that doesn't make any sense you know yeah so what about what about jeff is is jeff a part of this thing like, does he know it? You know what I mean? And like, maybe this is his way of blowing it all in and detaching himself from it. Jeff. Well, we don't even Jeff. know who Jeff is, though. Johnny's going like, to talk to Jeff. Thing. Johnny's going to talk directly to him because he may be listening. Yeah, listen here, Jeff. I know you're listening. Uh, what? What's your deal? <laughs> you know, like, I think that good things came out of what you did, uh, taking her stuff. I can't sit there and say that it didn't. And maybe a lot of this would not have come to light if not for that. So I can't sit here and be, you know, super mad about it. But at the same time, I don't know if you're any better than she was in that <laughs> instance. Cause you're both kind of, we're trying to steal from each other in a way. Uh, Cause I'm telling you this, if some wild person came to me in my car, trying to steal my car and they threw their stuff in my car, I would throw their stuff at least back outside and take off, <laughs> you know, before I took off. I wouldn't want any of their stuff because I don't know what's in there. I don't want to have any sort of True. connection to it at all, uh, you know, because who knows? Who knows? Uh, so I don't I don't know. And then didn't you read? I think it's the first time I remember reading that his girl, Jeff, was it by himself in the car? Yeah. If you listen to the, uh, you can hear his girlfriend there. His girlfriend's actually telling him, just let her get her stuff and go. And he's like, no, no, she's the one breaking into my stuff. We're going to keep it here until the cops get here. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, like I can't be mad. Like anybody would be upset, a mad, even afraid of somebody's trying to, you know, take your car that you're in. I mean, that's a dangerous situation. I want to know how did Jeff get in touch with the fiance? Yes. Well, he had all the contacts, remember? Because he went through her phone. But how did he unlock her phone in the first place? Because yeah, the, the fiance, fiance gave her, gave gave him her the, permission the access. to open the phone. Yeah. Hmm. Unless she didn't have hers locked and he could just get in there and then he already looked ahead of time. See, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. He's. I'm not going to sit here and say Jeff is the worst person in the story because he's not. But I also don't think he's the knight that he claims to be. There was one of these links. I can't remember where you I hear found me, Jeff. It. One of these you links telling Johnny. had this thing that um, that there's actually a Facebook group. It's a private group. It's got over 47,000 people in it now that is dedicated strictly to this case. And everybody on there coming up with their own, they're doing their own investigating and coming up with things. Um, it's called, let's see. Oh, no, it's not on here. Uh, I can't find it. We have to find it, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's it's specifically just based on this case. These these videos are are wild, and a lot of them you can look on you can look up on on YouTube and watch what you know. I don't know, man. If you ask me, it feels like there's definitely a lot more going on here, and I think there's something going on with Jeff. I don't know why people aren't asking more questions of Jeff. Yeah, I agree um, wholeheartedly there. But you can tell they don't know each other based on the video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So gonna, I I don't think they have any connection other than that what's on the video i think it's the only connection they really have is that she's tried to take his car 
Uh, and then she and gets busted a few months later with a stolen car and methamphetamine. So she gets busted yeah. for a stolen car, which we saw a video of. And then she's also got methamphetamines on her, which they found was what killed the guy that, you know, all of a sudden yeah. she's got power of attorney over. And when you watch her other video, there's no like no deep story as to why they had this connection, why he would even go so far as to sign any of this. So like, we got to get more info on her. Somebody's got to interview her. So what do you guys think? We want to call call the jail and let's see if they'll let us talk to her. What's the, sure. What the hell is this hellier? Come on. I'm going so, to try to call while, while well, you're going. Are we, are we, are we even thinking that the documents are legit? Uh, apparently they are. Oh, you mean that he actually signed it? All that. Yeah. Stuff. Are they? Oh. We, yeah. 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 That's what Who I knows? mean. Like, she are probably, they, are they forgeries is what I'm saying. He's mm-hmm. probably all like, like whacked out on meth and he just signed something. You know what I mean? I mean, that's true too. Oh, man. could be true. Oh man. This is a tangled web, guys. This is a it really is. So especially you know, once we start pulling at the, well, is yeah. this part even true? Like, There's a lot of stuff that doesn't even make sense. Uh, here's the name of the Facebook group. It's called the Elizabeth Cook Corkboard. And they use for the, the um, they use Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> as the yeah. as the banner i think i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna join this group and see if i can't find more information on the story and start bringing it as updates on history creeps in the future to see what's yeah. going on with it yeah i'm just really i think the biggest thing that really just puzzles me is how if this story was as viral as they say uh why wasn't this on bigger news sources than just that local one there no offense to the local one but you know what i mean like even if it's a something goes viral uh, even you know, like CNN, I have at least like a little small blurb about it or something. And yeah. none of that from what I've seen, unless I just, unless my Google search just wasn't good. And I'm a pretty good Google searcher. Well, maybe it just hasn't happened yet. Could it's, be, um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting, dude. But yeah, this is all more recent stuff. So these articles all started showing up around August when, when these news reports started really catching on to something that was happening in the news. So that could be it too. It just could be that it's late. You know, we might start seeing things about it on CNN and and all these other, you know, Fox, whatever. As as more stuff comes out, maybe as she's they start to really question her and investigate her a little bit more in the next coming weeks or months, uh, we may get more to it. But there's so much more to try to find out. Like again, what's the story behind it? How is she claiming that they got that close? That just a few days within meeting each other, that he's signing stuff over, unless. To him, that's like, oh, hell yeah, I need meth. I need it now. I'm dying for my meth. And okay, I'll sign this. Give me meth. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll sign this. Give me meth. Yeah. I mean, that could be it. That could be true, too. Oh, I still want to know about Jeff, too. Yeah. Yeah. We need to know more about Jeff. We need to know more about Jeff. No, we need to know more. How did he get a hold of the fiance? How did, uh, you know, how did that conversation go, too? By the way, your, your, your fiance, who was, you know, had somebody sign over all his life's things over. She was just breaking into my car. Now let me know how to get into her phone. Yeah. Where is the fiance in the rest of the story? Gone. Like that's literally, that was another thing that struck me as odd. Like, where is the, with, 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 with this, uh, uh, what did you say? Her name was mama jazz. Mama jazz. Yeah. The greatest name ever. Yeah. Um, like where, where is when she's recounting her side of the story, where is the fiance and all that shit? Who's a, who are all these you know? people that she's doing? Yeah, hard yeah, yeah, exactly. With the yeah. Body who, are these people? who are all these people? Like, with, what's why aren't the cops interviewing or talking to any of them? Like, could what be. is the it's an open investigation, so they could be right. We don't know for sure, but I, I'm telling you guys, I'm staying on top of this story. Something I'm joining is that weird group. about this, man. I'm going to join that group and I'm going to see if I can't start getting more clues and, and giving you guys updates on the Elizabeth something, Cook saga. Something is weird about this, man. It's yeah, something, fishy. something's not smelling right. Exactly. As they say. Yeah. It's crazy. It is out there. Um, Interesting though, right? Because I've always said that before about this whole idea with internet sleuths that I always found that fascinating. And I've always thought to myself, it'd be kind of cool to find a case that you become kind of involved in and start investigating and using other people throughout the internet to, to help your search. Uh, I think I found mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Until it all turns out like summer of 84. Oh man. We can't have that. Can't have that. Um, so there you go, guys. That's the the, the weird saga of uh, Elizabeth Cook. Like I said, ongoing I'll, saga. Because obviously, this ain't over yet, man. No. This, I feel like this is gonna get deeper. It's gonna get crazier and crazier. I feel like as well, and I can't wait. I'm gonna keep you guys updated. Like I said.
Yeah, we're, we're, we need to know. Inquiring minds and all that. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, you guys ready to head out? Start locking up the doors. Let's turn off the lights. Shutter the windows. Lock away the gimp. Cook can't get in here. That's right. <laughs> um, listen, creepers, thank you mo- so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for hanging in there in these you know past couple of months where things have been kind of tough on, on our end. You know, life can be hot, hard at times and, and sometimes it throws curveballs and, and stuff your way. Yeah. So all we can do is kind of, you know, dodge and duck it and, and roll with the punches. But sometimes it does take a toll and we are late on certain things. So we appreciate you guys, uh, appreciate you guys sticking around and, and being understanding. Uh, we know we can always count on you guys to come back and listen and, and support. So we appreciate that. Uh, if you are so, you know, it, you, you want to check it out, head over to Patreon. Check out our, our Creeper Clubhouse. We've got a lot of exclusive cl- uh, content on there. Uh, it's at patreon.com slash history creeps. Um, there are a few volumes of Stranger Than Friction available. I think there's two. The third one's coming up soon on Amazon. Yep. And all three volumes have short stories from our own Carter Johnson, which are amazing. You better check those out. Make sure to support Johnny's artwork, Johnnyism28. Uh, Two eight, right? Johnnyism two eight. Yes, yes. On Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, he's uh, he's got also, sketch cards, commissions. Yeah, I, I do a lot of cartoony stuff on there. Come check it out, please. Also, um, it's been a very rough couple of uh, months for me. Uh, yeah. So just uh, you know, losing people uh, this is never easy. So uh, just make sure you tell the people that matter to you that they matter to you. That's a that's a big deal because I don't. I know I'm certainly not always good at that but make sure you do because uh man life is uh not certain so yeah. just just do those things and i think you'll feel better so that's true it's definitely true so with that said we do appreciate you guys for sure we love you guys thanks so much for listening and until next time remember stay creepy